0: The Heather McCoy Show, and welcome back to the Heather McCoy Show. Joining me on the line is Kevin O'Grady, the executive director of the Center in Orange County. We'll be talking about the tragic death of transgender activist uh, Zarita Reyes last Thursday. Welcome to the show, Kevin.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Um, before we get started, uh, um, w- before we get to started with a few details that we know about her death, tell us about who uh, Re- Re- uh Reyes was as a person.
1: Well, she was uh, a fierce advocate for the things that she believed in, Um, not just transgender rights, but immigration rights also. And uh, she was a huge support to her friends. They all describe her as being very strong and spiritual and calm and, and happy.
0: Yeah. As a um, transgender woman, I know the types of adversity I face, but what kind of challenges does a uh, transgender undocumented person face?
1: Well, it's the double whammy. I mean, the level of discrimination against transgender women, which you understand, um, is massive. And I think perhaps not a lot of people really understand how high it is. And for undocumented people, there's the further risk of being sent back home. And for a lot of the transgender women in Orange County who have come here from South America, they come here from countries where they face uh, persecution, arrest, in extreme cases, torture because of their gender identity.
0: Yeah that's been in my experience working with that issue. I actually visited an ICE detainee facility for a while and the person I was visiting was brought up here when she was probably around 10 years old because uh, her brother was you know escaping her dad who was torturing her essentially.
1: Yeah that's very very common.
0: Uh, What kind of work did she do at the center in Orange County?
1: Well, she didn't work at the center, but a lot of her activism work was out of the center. Yeah, We have a transgender Latina group that meets on Tuesdays, today actually, um, Transgender Empowered to Act, and she was a member of that group. And then she was also very involved with a group called Decalores, which is a Latino LGBTQ organization, and that's where a lot of her immigration work centered.
0: Yeah, she was very active, as we were talking about, as a community organizer for the DREAM Act, as well as the rights for undocumented immigrants. She was also transgender. Uh, Either one of these attributes or the combined both could be the reason why her life ended so early.
1: Yes, it could be. I I, I would be very shocked if it was because of her immigration work and not simply because of her status as a transgender woman.
0: Yeah. In the previous question, I held the back to term uh, murder because the autopsy results haven't been determined the cause of death yet. Toxicology results are still pending, but it's not normal for a healthy 28-year-old woman to be found dead in the parking lot of a Dairy Queen.
1: Well, and she, they have said that she didn't die there. Yeah. Which means... So... I don't know why they're so reluctant to call it a murder. I understand that they have investigation procedures they have to go through. But right now it's really leaving the community uncertain. And for her family, particularly her mom, her mom hasn't been able to see the body. She can't claim the body. So I know her mom is very distraught right now.
0: Yeah. Were you at the memorial? Uh Visual that was held last Friday? If so, what was the mood like?
1: Uh, I was there and uh, it was very, it was both celebratory but a, a great deal of sadness. She obviously meant the world to a lot of people. Um, and in fact, when De Laurice was getting ready for the vigil, they s- spent the time at the center all Friday and so a lot of people dropped by and Lots of hugs and tears.
0: Yeah. Can you talk about the violence LGBT people still face, specifically transgendered people nationwide?
1: Sure. It's extremely high. Um, The LGBT population writ large is usually the number two targeted population for hate crimes. Yeah. And within that population... Transgender women are generally the most targeted. And what's alarming about that is that those attacks tend to be very violent.
0: Yeah. What can be done to make the world safer for transgender people?
1: Well, I think that there are a number of things. We can start talking about it in schools. Uh, You know, California has... um, AB 1266 is now the law which provides additional protections for transgendered students, but we have school districts all over the state who are fighting to implement it. And every time a public official speaks out against transgender rights, they send a very clear signal both to the public and to transgender people, which is you don't deserve your rights, you don't deserve status you're claiming. And so I think that that's one stand. We can put laws into place that protect transgender people and offer additional penalties. Now, again, in California, we have those. If someone perpetrates a hate crime against a transgender person, there's an additional penalty. But that certainly isn't true in about 25 states. Well, um, and I think transgender people um could raise their own level of awareness with the support of the LGBT community and the 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 rest of the community the rest of the lgbt community could realize that it has its own transphobic issues that it has to deal
0: with definitely when ab1266 was proposed and for those that don't know it's basically an accommodations bill which makes it so that If a transgendered student um, is, you know, presenting as female and is transitioning to female, that person can use the female bathroom. And more importantly, because I am a jock girl, I could have played on the women or the girls softball team instead of uh, my assigned gender would have me at the baseball team, which would suck. So that AB 1266 makes it so your life is actually of the gender that you claim to be. during that debate, like the people in, I'm just going to single out a certain area, the politicians in Bakersfield for example, because I read a lot of dispatches from their school board meetings, because they got quite heated Uh, the politicians and school board members are denying the essence of being transgender completely and just saying that we're just disturbed people Uh, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that there's so much violence perpetrated against us Well, I think
1: you're absolutely right, and I have to tell you that there's a new composition on the county school board. Uh, it's now a uh, three to two majority controlled by uh, folks who are against AB 1266. So I'm afraid that we're going to start hearing a lot more of that language out of the orange county school board. And I think that the community has to be prepared to stand up and immediately denounce those statements and claim the rights for transgender people.
0: I still can't believe a palm queen, the Palm Queen from Marina High School here in Orange County, she was getting death threats. It's just unbelievable if people think that's acceptable. Right. Yeah. So, um, from reading people's accounts and reactions to her death, um, including our comments here, it seems like we lost a substantial leader within the trans community. How does the community rebound and move forward?
1: well i think there is a very strong will to carry her message forward and that uh, everybody understands that while this is a a tragedy um that there's still a civil rights fight that has to move forward that, that has to take place uh, a friend of mine said on friday uh today we mourn tomorrow we fight and i think that's the feeling amongst the whole community that we would Memory, uh, extraordinary injustice. If we didn't continue this fight and up our struggle.
0: Oh, definitely. Any final thoughts before we leave off?
1: No, I. You know, I would just say to people who don't understand transgender, uh, to just please take the time to learn a little bit, to learn what it means to be transgender, to understand why um, people takes the extraordinarily difficult step of transitioning.
0: Yeah, definitely. And just watching Orange is the New Black on Netflix does not count. You actually have to read about it.
1: (laughs) Right (laughs) now?
0: Oh, I was just saying, like, watching Orange is the New Black, that doesn't count as research. So um, Kevin O'Grady, he's executive director for the Center in Orange County. Thanks for being on the show this morning. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for featuring me. Okay, Uh, this is the Heather McCoy Show.